истерично что-то начать снимать. And uh, I will open comments for this video so you can ask questions or give comments if you wish. And uh, so I'll answer some questions that I've been asked and some that I'd like to answer nevertheless, although never no one asked me that. <laughs> so the zeroth question uh, is, uh, let me repeat, how to help the channel if you wish. Uh, the only help I'm asking for is to share the information about the channel with other mathematicians or people who are possibly considering a research career in mathematics because I hope that would be a useful resource uh, for them. So uh, please share and maybe the best thing to do is to send a link to your department. Uh, thank you in advance. Uh, so uh, I'd like to tell why I'm making the interviews. Well, the honest answer is that <laughs> it's first of all a true pleasure to uh, ask people who inspire you about things you're interested in and questions you find important. Um, but besides that, I've been uh, always lacking information about um, how people deal with mathematics and its difficulties. Um, and uh, the other thing is that I often feel like an outsider in the math community uh, because I keep imagining that everyone else is extremely concentrated on mathematics all the time, that people are only passionate about mathematics, which is of course an exaggeration. But that's like a wrong picture I keep having and uh, it's really great to uh, ask mathematicians more about uh, themselves to, to get a more uh, real picture of people with different interests and absolutely different characters. So that's great. And um, I hope that I'm not <laughs> the only one with uh, psychological struggles in doing mathematics and uh, that this would also be helpful for other people and hopefully for the math community. Uh, and yeah, of course, I hope that uh, people enjoy it. And the unexpected side effect is that uh, apparently non-mathematicians also enjoy watching these interviews, which is very pleasant for me. For example, my friends in Zurich, who are mostly programmers, organize a viewing on Friday night with a home cinema, and it's really fun to watch interviews together. So uh, that's great. Okay, next question, which is very important whether I was afraid to start the channel? And the answer is, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, first of all, the whole math community is gonna see that I deeply care about uh, not just mathematics itself, but also mathematicians, uh, which is not, not something people often say. And I really love mathematicians in general. And now that I get to spend my free time by editing videos for hours, you know, like every moment, I, I, I get to love them even more. <laughs> Um, so I was also afraid that uh, perhaps young mathematicians would understand why it's important to share experience, but I thought that senior mathematicians are people who have already succeeded as mathematicians without having had my channel, so I was afraid that they would uh, possibly disapprove. And actually, <laughs> what happened in the beginning is that I sent an announcement uh, with, uh, about my channel uh, into one of the mailing lists in our research area, and uh, my announcement was at first rejected and the reason was um, that it has nothing to do with our research area 
and many subscribers would object to having it posted, uh, as was said in the email I received. So, I mean, of course, getting such an email, I was, um, well, hurt and discouraged because I'm a human, but um, I tried to remind myself that my needs are perhaps quite mainstream. So if I like some information and I want to know answers to questions I'm asking, then perhaps other people want to know them too. Uh, it's not that my questions are so unique. Um, so um, yeah, I, I was hoping that uh, other mathematicians would find it helpful nevertheless. And uh, the last thing is that I'm not active on social media. I don't have Instagram or Twitter. <laughs> and hardly ever use Facebook, but um, the thing which uh, gives me nevertheless I hope that people won't judge uh, too much is that one of the things why I really appreciate mathematicians is that I think there is um, some genuine tolerance uh, quite common among mathematicians in that you can actually be yourself and people usually don't judge, which is very appreciable. Um, so, so uh, I was asked whether I had experience with interviews before, and the answer is no, I absolutely did not. <laughs> the first interview I've ever done uh, was the one with Ina, so the first interview on the channel. Um, and so um, why I hoped that it would work out is that uh, my collaborators sometimes uh, compliment my capacity for asking good questions and getting to the point and uh, also sometimes they appreciate uh, my active listening, which are, I think, important skills for doing research in general. So um, I hoped that would be enough for non-professional interviews. And yeah, it seems to be working. Maybe actually that's a good exercise <laughs> for research. I also wanted to tell how to choose interviews. So uh, I have two, two important criteria. Uh, one of them is that I try to ask uh, people who are already in the position of tenure track or tenured so that they are not on the job market and uh, I cannot affect negatively their job search by asking them to tell about their struggles with research. Um, but okay, they might appear postdocs, but for some specific reasons, and we'll see. Um, and uh, the other important thing is that uh, since I'm not a journalist, I cannot uh, make an interesting conversation uh, with any person um, whom I know nothing about. So I need to have some connection. And uh, that's why I uh, ask to interview people with whom I have already spoken at least once in my life before and I felt some kind of connection so that we were on the same wave and uh, the other person felt comfortable enough chatting with me to share their opinions um, sincerely and share something about their personal experience. Um, so then I have a hope that they will do that in, in the interview too. Um, which means that my choice of interviewees is quite biased I realized that because, of course, it's easier for me to feel connected and on the same wave with people who share some background with me. So I apologize in advance if young Russian women will be overrepresented in this channel. Uh, I hope this is understandable. But uh, with that said, 
given that bias, I do try to provide diversity in, uh, in mathematical areas, in backgrounds, in age, gender, whatever. So uh, I do try my best, but I understand that it will be biased anyway. Well, sorry for that. <laughs> um, So uh, let me also tell you a little about interviewing. Since I knew nothing about it, I googled how to interview. <laughs> and every article I've seen says that interviewing is a talent, it's extremely hard to make good interviews, you must practice your whole life, and yet there is no uh, hope that you will surely do good interviews. But there are a few rules. Um, the first one is that you're supposed to search information about your interviewee. Uh, which, well, in the world outside mathematics means that you should watch or read other interviews of that person, but if you're with mathematicians, they usually do not ever have interviews published, so uh, that's why I do need some kind of connection to get some information. Um, the second rule is that you're supposed uh, to prepare topics, not questions, uh, because if you want an interview to look as if it's a uh, fluent conversation and not like reading a list of questions. Uh, um, and the third uh, rule is that uh, you should not send questions in advance, you should only warn the interview about the topics that will be discussed. So um, myself, I do prepare questions, but I will say later about it. And uh, during the interview, the three main rules are, they're going to sound simple, but they're actually hard <laughs> in practice. <laughs> so first, you, meaning I, should speak as little as possible. Very hard. Uh, second, um, I'm supposed to avoid priming, so not suggest possible answers to the questions I'm asking. And uh, the third is to listen with full attention, so concentrate really hard on what the person is telling, instead of overthinking the next question I want to ask, which is, you know, something very natural during an interview. Cheers! So, um, what I was asked uh, about is how do I prepare questions? That's actually a very fun task. So, uh, the main rule for myself is that I ask what I really want to know. <laughs> there is no small talk, there is no polite discussion. There are only questions that I do care about and find important, which uh, I think is really helpful. Um, and so, what happened is that uh, I came up with the idea of this channel at the very end of December, so around December 30, and uh, right after that I just uh, opened the laptop and started writing questions I would in general like to ask, and in two hours I wrote a hundred questions. So there was just a waterfall of questions that I generically want to know answers to from different people to get different perspectives on doing research in mathematics. Um, but then of course I tried to personalize questions, and to do so I look at the webpage of the interviewee or their CV, maybe check which outreach they did to have some more human side besides the articles. And uh, I try to remember conversations that we had to relate somehow to topics and questions we discussed already. So uh, that's helpful. And uh, okay, so with that I write a list of questions and then there is this important uh, moment of uh, cleaning the questions from priming uh, which is uh, not as easy as it sounds. Um, so when I made the first list of questions, uh, I sent it to my friend Leah, saying thank you Leah for your help. And she 
corrected my questions three times, showing me that they do c contain hidden answers or hidden directions of answers, which is not something you're supposed to do. Uh, for example, instead of asking, I don't know, were you afraid of doing something, you're supposed to ask, how did you feel about it? So you should not uh, put your perspective of fear on the other person. Uh, so when I've done that, uh, there are usually a couple questions that I would like to ask the interviewee, but I'm embarrassed to ask them. So I spend some time trying to convince myself that, okay, I'm embarrassed, but I think it's better to ask. Like uh, when I asked BC about the lists of black mathematicians, of course, it's uncomfortable for me to ask, but I think it's better than to, to raise this topic than to just be silent about it um, if it bothers me. So uh, that's what I do. And at the very end, I try to sort of memorize my questions so that during the interview, I could ask uh, maybe the questions I prepared, but uh, in, the, in the order when they, it makes sense to ask the question. So when something pops up that I wanted to ask, I say, uh-huh, I wanted to ask you about this. And for that, I do need to remember what, was, what were my suggested um, questions. Um, and uh, then um, the question is, how do I prepare the interviews, given that I do not send, send them questions in advance, since it's written in the rules of interviewing that you should not. Uh, so uh, I just um, ask them to be genuine themselves and be sincere, laugh, tell jokes and stories if they want to, and share struggles if they feel like, as long as they're comfortable with doing it, and perhaps uh, show that they have some life besides math, which I think is helpful. <laughs> um, and so an interview goes about one hour, 20 or 30 minutes, and then I cut out some bits to make it about one hour. And uh, I don't cut out uh, separate uh, ideas. Uh, usually I cut out repetitions. So as I learned while doing interviews, people often uh, say some uh, interesting thought and then they repeat it in different ways two or three times uh, to emphasize it. And then I think when you listen to it, it's better if it's said just once or twice, but not three uh, times. So I usually cut out repetitions. There is uh, not much um, other stuff you're missing unless uh, the interviewee themselves, after they watch the cut version, ask me to cut out some moment that they're uncomfortable about. So uh, with that said, uh, one of my goals for this project is to um, show more relatability of uh, mathematicians, uh, of maybe more senior mathematicians, uh, towards younger ones. And so uh, to do that, um, I try to focus on their human side and um, let them show their feelings and emotions and maybe vulnerability um, and yeah, um, ask them to share their passions ex outside, uh, except for mathematics, so that um, the, the, the image of a mathematician becomes something more uh, alive than this, you know, one picture of a genius uh, that we all have from media and whatnot. <laughs> so, with Glühwein, I can tell you what goes wrong during the interview.
So what often happens is that I ask the first question and the interviewee starts telling a story and then they answer during this story the next five questions I was about to ask. Unrelated different questions which they mention answers to, so I cannot ask them again, uh, which of course makes me confused and then I have to overthink what to ask next and I try to concentrate on what they're saying but of course I'm thinking of what to say next so this is um, not so easy uh, and then uh, what goes uh, really wrong in terms of non-professionality of what's going on is that I do nevertheless make these priming mistakes that I'm trying to avoid for example um, and you can easily see that because the interviewee gets confused uh, with me putting their perspective on them. For example, when I asked Elaine about the pain of solving mathematical problems, she was she, she was like, which pain? What do you mean? Uh, because, I mean, if it's a pain for me to solve a mathematical problem, then it does not imply that it's a pain for, <laughs> uh, for other mathematicians. And what I'm supposed to ask is the, to ask about the feeling of solving a mathematical problem, not the pain. Uh, on the other hand, I must say that almost all interviews, at least once during the interview, answer a different question than what I was asking them about. So uh, this is funny because uh, these are those cognitive um, mistakes uh, that are described in literature now a lot. Uh, and I think that what's happening is that people hear a question and they answer a related question that they have already thought about. So a question that they have an answer to, not what I'm asking. Uh, and so you can see this is almost every interview once or twice. And I do not interrupt at that point. I think uh, it's good to hear an answer to the question that they have an answer to, although that's not what I asked. Um, and uh, on the other hand, uh, let me tell you about the happiest moments. Uh, and those are for me personally when the interviewee says, uh, oh, I, I was never asked about that, or hmm, I've never thought about it, which uh, for me is a sign that I could effortless give them some little joy that they didn't have before of being asked a new question, which they are, um, well, hopefully enjoying thinking about. Uh, so that, that's very uh, pleasant for me. And of course, um, um, also, I'm very happy when I get thankful and supportive emails. That's also very, always very nice. So yeah, please send more. I can tell you what is the hardest about making interviews. And this is not what I expected to be the problem. But honestly, the, the hardest part is that uh, turned out that it's quite easy to do something which uh, makes you feel useful and lets you have a lot of feedback, usually positive. And this makes math, math research harder in comparison. <laughs> because before I've never had such an experience and uh, yeah, the finding the balance is hard indeed, um, as Ola said in her interview. But okay, the channel is supposed to be about finding the balance, so I'll look for that more. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's not easy for sure. Um, and at the end, let me tell you what are my main tools uh, during interviews. And honestly, they're the same main tools that I have in life. And that is uh, being curious, being sincere, 
and having love for people and talking with them.